Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, Transformation Talk Radio, transformationradio.fm. Thank you for tuning us in and turning us on. And for those of you that have already been listening, uh, yeah, welcome back. Uh, You know, one of the hottest topics today that happens for people that are thinking about where do I want to go with my life? What do I want to do? I will say to you that, you know, more now than ever in, in, in my lifetime, have there been in, uh, conversations that are as important as a conversation about career? And, you know, what I mean by that is that in my lifetime, I have seen not only the definition of career change, but I've researched it. I've researched this thing called protein career. Uh, we've heard people try to talk about it. Then we heard people try to say, don't bother thinking about it. Uh, Then we've heard other people say, well, wait a minute, you have to have a perspective on it that allows for flexibility in your life. Then we've heard others come to the forefront and talk about it as if there's nothing for you to do. It's not in your control and you have absolutely no power. Here's what I want to say about career. It has not really changed. You know, all of the books that you found came out telling you, don't do this, don't do that, don't have expectations, you know, don't don't expect to get a pension. Uh, I just got a question for you. How did that work for you? Not very well. There is the world we live in today that not only calls us to have a different narrative on career, but it also calls us forward to make sure that we fully understand not only the choices that we have, but what to do with those choices. And most importantly, how do we create those opportunities in our lives? So I think that's the main conversation, if you want to really look at it, about what career means today in the world versus what career meant, you know, uh, 60 years ago, maybe 50 years ago, maybe even 40 years ago, maybe 30. And I want to tell you, even 10 years ago. But today we get to chat with Halima Bellows, who's joining us here today, because she has been a champion for you. She's been a champion for your career. And she's gone through those decades of listening to the reading the headlines of what the latest, you know, leadership model is about it or not is about it or, you know, What does Google say about their culture and careers? You know, all of the above. But one of the things that you know about the work that she does and has always done is she has a belief that we have an opportunity to carve out, create, sculpt, shift, and embark on whatever the career is that we would like. Now, How do you get from where you might be today and where you want to go 
It takes some guidance. It takes some coaching. It takes a champion. It doesn't take somebody to tell you your resume is not good enough. You don't have the talent. You'll never make it in the world. You're too old. You're too young. You're not this or you're not that. If you're working with a career coach now that is giving you those uh, kinds of things to think about, fire them. Uh, Because Halima and I both know that by putting people down about showing them limited possibilities is not how you build a decade over decade career. So she's here today and we're going to be talking with her about careers. She's also the author of a fabulous book, Champion Your Career, Winning in the Work of World. Yes, winning. It's not settling. The book's not called settling. No, it's called winning in the work uh, in the world of work. Winning. Key. Championing your career means that there's a part for you to play. And so uh, today we get to talk to her, who is Halima, who has been working with people for decades and fine tuning not only the message. She's the author of the book, but she's also the creator of the Career Quest cards. And so fasten your seatbelt today because we're going to be talking about a number of different things. Phone lines are open. One eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. If you want to get some insight about. Uh, yeah, you feeling you feeling the stuckness, Halima? Welcome to the show. Great to have you here. Hi, Doctor Pat. Delighted to be here. Thank you so much. Well, looks like you got the book out. I did. It took a while, but I I did. It was. I mean, it was quite an accomplishment. But it was. I really owe the idea of it to you. I want to put that on the air out there, uh, because when I was on the show some years ago, you said, Halima, why don't you take these CDs and put them into a book? And and then you gave me the rights to them. Thank you, ma'am. Yes. I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that's how it started. Um, so I thank you. You are in my acknowledgement. Right. Very well. Yeah, it's funny, Benny. She said CDs because remember we used to give CDs, right? Yeah. You yeah, yeah. Yeah. Technology yeah. has changed. Uh, oh my. A fa- bit. Very fast, though, when yeah. you think about it. Um, but let's talk about the book and what I said. Um, I've had I've had career coaches. You know, I've gone through outplacement services. I've gone through all of that, right? Yes. And I've been told, right, I remember having a, a resume of all my experience, all the jobs I've had, only to be told, oh, my God, you only work for one place. And I said, yeah, I did, but that was like 25 years. And look at all the jobs. But you only work for one place. And I said, seriously, so you don't want to talk to me about loyalty? You want to just tell me that I haven't worked for enough places? Right. Right. And I and I asked the guy, I said, so what do you do when people come in here and they work for 10 places? You tell them they work for too many places. They're jumping around too much. Uh, Fast forward to where we are in the world of career. And I know it was important for you to take this message out there. But what have you been hearing? Why? Why why are we? Why should we pay attention to career today? One of the things people I'm I'm sure people realize it. um, We spend generally um, one third of our life working. So no matter how many years we have in this world, one-third of it is is working, one-third of it is sleeping, right? And and the other third is everything else that we do. So that is like 33% of your life, of your time in a 24-hour day, let's say. So if you're not satisfied with the work that you're doing, you know, there's a disconnect. You're not going to be happy. So it is really, really important to find, you know, I, I call it, you know, work career that is right for you, to find out where you fit in this world of work. 
and I also believe, and that's why I titled the book Champion Your Career, um, that people can be their own career champion. If they know what the process is, if they know how to do it, then they can do it themselves. They don't need, as you said, Dr. Pat, other people to tell them, you can't do this, you can do that, uh, because there are limitless possibilities. You just have to, if you know the process, you can do it yourself. Good to ask other people to have other people sort of help you in the job search, but you can do it. And that's why I wrote the book, because I wanted to reach people so that they could know that. Um, and so, yeah, do read it. <laughs> I, and I want to point something else out about, you know, being a champion and champion your career. Uh, the hardest thing I've ever done is do a job search after I've just lost my job. It's one of the hardest things I think I've uh, very close to one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Um, because we don't allow for, you know, what that experience was like. It's like, yeah, we gave you two weeks, suck it up, get in here, make a resume, do this, do that. Um, and yet at the same time, yes, we do have to, you know, get going. But many people do not have the compassion for others that are going through that struggle, you know, that are going through, you know, this time. The other thing that I'm finding, Halim, and I'd like you to talk about is, you know, we have now every garden variety of workplace bullying that you can even imagine right now. And I'm telling you, it is a garden variety. It is disguised in subtle post-it notes that you get handed by your boss that are borderline abusive to open-ended you know, not 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 talking nicely about you uh, to sending you text messages to not including you. I mean, it's gone absolutely ridiculous because of the fear based approach we've had to work. How can you help people become empowered through the processes that you've laid out? Even if people are listening and they have a job and they're not like happy, they should start working on this now. I would agree. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you as I say, the the thing to remember is the career development process itself um, has not changed, okay? You still need to know, you know, who you are. The first question you need to ask is do your own self-assessment and ask yourself, who am I? You know, which looks at, you know, what are my interests, what are my values, what are the skills that I have, and then think once you do all that, and, and the first half of the book talks about each chapter of how you can look, in, look at these things, uh, then you need to figure out where do all of these fit in the world of work? Where do they fit in, 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 in the job market? Now, uh, to address what you said, yeah. if, if you <laughs> in my what I would do, if I were working for an employer that you just described, I would say, I'm out of here. Yeah. Uh, because that is not a comfortable position for you to be in. As I say, you spend one-third of your day at work, if, assuming if you're working, um, so you want to be satisfied with it. I mean, if somebody is bullying you, then you need to try and see, how do I get out of here? How can I fix it? But if someone was doing all that to me, I would say, you know, I'm going to look for another job because I can take my skills from this job that I have and apply it to another one, to a better workplace mm -hmm. that is not going to bully me. Yeah. And by the way, Halima is a coach. And so for those of you out there that are thinking, oh, my God, it's daunting. Where do I start? I could not do this alone by myself, just so you know, folks. I mean, I, I, I'm a pretty, like, uh, put-together chick here. I'm from New York. There are a lot of things I can do myself, but this was not one of them, all right? Halima and I will tell you, this is not one of them. Why? Because your security, your family, your life, how you go about it, you know, how, how you walk into knee-jerk reaction with your... No, we're not saying do that. 
And so this is what we want to say. If nothing else, you want to get a copy of the book. But what I want to say to you folks is many of you have called in and talked about your jobs. You talk about what's working. You talk about what's not working. And I'm telling you, you don't have to walk in and quit. Get your game plan together because that's what this book is about. It's championing your career, not the boss that wants you to do A, B, C, or D or so forth. And, you know, we could go on about this. I mean, I'm get, I get fired up on this. I studied this stuff for eight years, and I'm getting a flashback of this stuff. But, Halima, let's talk about the book. I mean, I know why you wrote the book, because you've seen so many sad stories. I have. So many. And We and, don't need to have them. No, I totally agree. Um, I mean, and I, I wrote it um, because I wanted to reach you know, a wider audience, basically, than, you know, my my own clients, my classroom, my workshops. I mean, I wanted it to go out to everyone so that people really could end up, you know, finding work that they love to do. I, that, that's why that's why I wrote it, because I want because I believe I truly believe, you know, that you can find work that is right for you. I truly believe that it's one of my, you know, main what's the word uh, contentions in life. Um, you just need to know um, how to do it. And you, you should not necessarily be satisfied with, you know, as you say, complacency. You, If you're not happy at what you're doing, then you need to self-analysis yourself and figure out what is it that I can do that is going to give me satisfaction because that is so, so important. All right. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about, you know, what does this mean winning in the world of work? You know, what has Halima gone through and laid out for us? So we're going to take a we're going to take a walk through some of these ideas. You know, what does this mean? What is nourishing your network mean? Does it mean that you think about your closest friends? Does it mean that you worry about somebody perhaps you haven't talked about in 10 years? But also, how do you develop your pride list? Isn't that interesting? Doesn't it sound fun? Uh, that's something I would recommend that all of you do, you know, whether you're looking for, a, you know, a a job or not. I mean, this book is so much more than a career book. Uh, it could be used in many, many situations. But for those of you out there, there's information that you might want to know, things you want to talk about. When we come back, we're going to talk with you about how to retire with fire. But most importantly, where do you start? And what can you look at doing painlessly? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Get into it for 2016. Do you want more prosperity, clarity, energy, and balance in your life? Join Lynn Brown now for one of her amazing workshops, each focusing on a key part of living your best life. For more information and to register for one of these amazing workshops, visit lynnbrownevent.com. That's lynnbrownevent.com. And get into it this 2016 with Lynn Brown. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Talk radio. 
Almost everyone at some time in their lives ask themselves, what am I? Most of our questions are ego-generated and simply don't address the problem of our false self. It's time to relax your ego and embody your soul. Dr. Dan Cohen, neurologist, inventor, and author, has created tools to awaken a new way to transform from who you thought you were into what you truly are. Visit toolstoawaken.com today. There are so many resources out there for meditation. But did you know that Atana's Heart Earth Healing Meditation is available for you for free? Yes, that's right. You can receive this free healing meditation today from Atana Badili. All you need to do is visit his website, atanamethod.com. That's A-T-A-A-N-A method.com and sign up. You will receive your free meditation instantly. That's atanamethod.com. What if your body and mind were the compasses to the secrets, mysteries, and magic of life? Glenna Rice, co-host of The Questionable Parent, is inviting you to access all that is possible. Glenna is a 10-year certified veteran access consciousness facilitator who offers an amazing variety of life-changing classes and workshops. Work with Glenna from anywhere with teleclasses and workshops all over the globe. To learn more and see Glenna's current schedule of events, classes, and workshops, visit glennarice.com. Francine Vale is a being of light. She believes that all people of planet Earth are as well. As co-host of the Angel Healer Radio Show, Francine teaches you heart-centered ways to manifest healing on your own behalf and how to integrate love more fully into your daily life. Connect with your angels as you find your life flowing with ease and harmony. Walk the path of light with Francine and Dr. Pat Basili every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Like, here's what I want to say to those of you out there that are entrepreneurs that own your own business. Weekends don't matter. You work all the time. I'm sorry. I just had a moment right there, everybody out there. Can you feel me on that? Yeah. But you know what that means? That means that on an afternoon during the week, I can stop what I'm doing. Uh-oh, Jessica's listening. And I could go down and I could play table tennis in Bellevue. Oh, boom. Don't you just feel Can you feel that? Talk about feel the burn. Can you feel the little ping pong ball right there? Talk about that. Can you feel the little, can you feel, you know how table tennis ball sounds? It's just like, music. you know what that's like? That is like, that is not even, it, it, it's so much better than anything you can imagine. And I want to tell you about the importance of that, what this comment I meant. Halima Bellows is going to talk about something here today, but I want to tell you this. I learned how to play table tennis on the job. I did. And I learned how to play table tennis with these brilliant scientists that were called PhDs. And I watched how much th- th- she's going to talk about this. This I'm telling you, this is related to career, everybody. Seriously, watch. And I remember that I would play table tennis. They taught me how to play. They were really good people, too. Really good players. I was the only girl. 
uh, people from all over the world couldn't even understand half of what they said. They couldn't understand half of what I said. And they had the patience to coach me and mentor me. But here's what else I learned about them. I got invited back into their labs. And I noticed when I went into their arena, their, their building 15, the infamous building 15, on every door, there was something that said PhD. PhD. And I turned to my friend Linda at the time, 23 years old, right? Coming into my, my table tennis groove, Benny, right? Coming into my groove. And I said to Linda, Linda, um, this is why I went back to school, folks. This is for real. I said, Linda, I want to be a PhD. I want to, get, I want to do the PhD. I want to get a PhD. I want to do that. And mm-hmm. why did I want to do that? Because I associated with PhD and the fun that these people were having and who they were. Now, I'm telling you, I barely graduated high school, folks, just to say, that's me. And hadn't, had, I don't, didn't have undergraduate degree right there. But I started a, proje- a trajectory of my life because I associated the coolness of what they did, right? And I didn't know the possibility of what I could become. But Halima, thank you for joining me because this is what you're talking about. Now, I locked on to getting a Ph.D., it took me a lot of years between 1973 and 2001 when I actually got it. But you persisted. But I persisted. 13 years to get an undergraduate degree because somehow a light bulb went on. Somebody told me, you can't get a Ph.D. till you get all these other degrees. Yeah. <laughs> True enough. But I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew how I wanted to feel. Isn't that what you're talking about? Wow. That Yes, that's absolutely true. I mean, it... it you, when you're working, you do want to feel good about yourself. You, you want to feel, uh, and th- these days it's more and more prevalent, uh, you know, and Barack Obama talked about it last night too, about making a contribution, um, you know, not, not just to work because, um, you know, it, it brings in megabucks for you, but because you want to feel that you're making a difference in the world. And it can be, can even be on a, a small scale. You know, it's, it's looking at, you know, what is my life purpose or passion? It doesn't have to be, you know, I'm going to change the world by creating the Melinda and Bill Gates. Thing. It, it's just on a one-to-one basis of, you know, working with people, helping them. I mean, it doesn't, it can be on a very small scale. But yes, you do want to feel good about what, what you're doing. And, and, and you want it to have some meaning for you. So you are going to share a couple of things. Now, I know you brought the cards. I did. I'm excited about the cards, too. You you know, the book really calls out so many things that go beyond what any normal career counselor person would do. They just don't operate like that. Right. But you really took it quite deeper. And the cards really talk to that, don't they? Yes, I I did. create The cards actually came out before the books that did. <clears throat> They're called uh, career quest cards, and it's kind of what I—it's kind of like a career coaching, career counseling in a box. So it's a box set of cards, twenty-four cards, uh, with over thirty exercises, ideas, uh, things that you can do. I mean, I kind of designed it for people who actually don't actually want to read a book. You know, they, they don't feel they have the time. The nice thing about the cards is you can do them one by one. You can pick a card, any card, look at it. Do that card, you know, do the exercise on it. Think about it. Um, or you can, you know, play games with people on it. You can deal, deal each other a hand. You can work on it. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's much, 
it's 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 more it, it can be a, a group activity or it can be individual but it's it's you don't have to absorb it all at once you can take one card at a time and you can say this is the card that mm-hmm. i'm going to work with and so i did divide them into categories you did? so i want to say anybody out there if you want to have a career card pulled for you on the show we weren't going to do this so let's just fire it up and get it done 1-800-930-2819 let's see what your career card is going to be for you today one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. Now, what was the card that you wanted to talk about? Oh, because you had pulled a card. I did pull a card, uh, <clears throat> which is which is it's actually one of my favorites. Uh, it's based on uh, the work of um, the, someone called "Finding Your Perfect Work" by mm-hmm. Paul and Sarah Edwards, and uh, they 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 said t- you know ten different ways to do what you love. I made it eleven. All right, but but the idea of it is. Maybe you can't do exactly what you love, but there's a way you could work around it. So here are some of the things that it says. So 11 different ways to do what you love. Number one, first, of course, do it, obviously. (laughs) Second, provide a service to others who do what you love. Teach others to do what you love. Write about what you love. Speak about what you love. Create a product related to what you love. Sell or broker what you love. Promote what you love. Organize what you love. Set up or maintain what you love. Repair, restore, or fix what you love. So the idea of this is, and this is one of the cards in the deck, um, to to figure out. You know what I love about that card? When you first wrote this, right, you know, I'm not sure where we were in the world of social media, but our social media now allows people to do that. You know, anybody listening and uh, to the to the show and just heard what Halima said, you know, you can go on to your social media, Facebook, Twitter, and you could start. This is what I love, you know. Uh, right. And, and, you know, here we are. Hashtag do what we love and start to talk about what you love. That's a way to put that energy life force into the universe. Absolutely. It's that simple, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, because we don't need to have like the whole blueprint right now. No. Right. Absolutely not. Right. Um, so, and again, that what I think I started to say. Mm-hmm. The first thing you need to do to figure out, you know, you know, who you are and what what matches you is to do your own self assessment. You know, and again, look at, you know, what are my interests, what are my mm-hmm. skills, what are my values. Uh, I have, you know, there is a chapter in the book on each of those of trying to figure out what they are. The cards also have these things, and yeah. say you can take it one by one. Um, and from there, again, you then want to match. You want to get information about what is out there uh, so that you can match your skills, interests, values to the world of work. Um, that's basically what the process is. And I did, do want to say this, that, um, you know, s- since <clears throat> career counseling, coaching uh, got on the map, um, the process of trying to figure out who you are, the self-assessment process has not changed. It is yeah. still the same. Once you know how to do it, you can reevaluate it because sometimes we change. You know, we're not the same at 20 as we are at 30, as we are at 40. Uh, perhaps our values change. Some things that we liked at 20 don't interest anymore at the age of 40. I mean, no, it's possible. Uh, and so people do change careers, and, and, and that's fairly common in this country. It's the average is about five to seven times in a lifetime in the United States. I can't say what it is for Europe. I don't know. But here, that is it. And it doesn't mean changing jobs. It means changing careers. Careers. So going from being a uh, nurse 
uh, to being a human resource specialist to being an accountant. I mean, it is it, it's I'm, it's literally careers, not jobs. Um, so I had 15 different jobs, 15 to 16 different jobs in my career with the phone company. Wow. Yeah, I did a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. But back then, that was the only way that you get you could move up in the exactly. organization. Exactly. And one of them, I had to take a transfer out of the state. Let's take a short break. When we come back. We're going to go right to the phones, everyone. Little short break here. Uh, what's the best website? How can people find out more about you? Let's give us your website. <clears throat> so it's the title of the book. Uh, www.championyourcareer.com. Um, and if you want to contact me, um, it's the same thing. It's H Bellows, B-E-L-L-O-W-S, at championyourcareer.com, which is my email address. All right. Stay tuned, everybody. When we come back, going right to the phones. If you would like to have Halima pull a card for you today, get groovy with your career. We are going to do it. We're going to go right to the phones. Uh, we'll be right back. Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Do you want to achieve your goals? Do you want to strengthen relationships with others? Do you want to improve your financial status? Colette Marie Steffen is partnering with Mark Kettenbach to bring you an energetic upgrade online experience. Unfold and develop your full potential. Visit energeticupgrade.com today for more information. That's energeticupgrade.com. Get ready to rid yourself of all that is weighing you down and holding you back from living the life you want for yourself. Coming Clean, The Art of Transparency with Katherine Moss is a hit show for women in recovery who are ready to live life on purpose. Tune in and let Katherine help you live your truth one day at a time. Live each Tuesday, 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Hi, this is Leslie Fontaine. Many of us have been overwhelmed when we discover how powerful we truly are. We really can change things. When we set an intention and move in a direction, we uncover the blocks, the fear, and the agreements that until now we have believed would keep us safe and preserve the status quo. What if today you allow that power 
allow that moment and that overwhelm. Just sit with it as long as you can. Need help? Visit lesliefontaine.com and let's talk about unfolding all that you want to be, do, and have. You'll find sessions, classes, and audio products to help remove the blocks and move you into your potential. And listen to my show, Sheer Alchemy, on Transformation Talk Radio, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. That'll get you cranked up. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Dr. Pat. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By right here on TransformationTalkRadio.com. And for those of you out there, you're listening in Seattle on our affiliate KKNW AM 1150. For those of you listening at other places, I'm not quite sure where you're picking us up from, but it's good to have you anyway. And so Halima Bellows is joining us here today, champion your career. We're going to go right to the phones. Mr. B, who we have? Yeah, we'll take Nakia calling in from Kenmore. Nakia, hello. Hi. Hey, how can oh, we help you today? Okay, so I have done a number of careers, <laughs> a number of different jobs, and I'm, um, I would love it if she would pull, pull a card for me because I'm like, uh, in my, my aura colors are blue and yellow, and that means I, I want to work and I don't want to work. I don't want to boss, and I do, do want to be guided. So <laughs> I would like to know what her thoughts are. All right, go okay. for it. Okay. Um, so I'm closing my eyes, Pat. Dr. Yeah, Pat I see. see me. I, I, she is. And I'm picking a card, okay? <clears throat> and the card that I pulled up is <clears throat> work environment considerations. So uh, work environment actually is very, very important. So the card talk asks the question, what type of organization do you prefer to work, work in? In what type of environment do you perform best? And so uh, the other side of the card talks about what kind of work environments are out there. And there are many different kinds. And so it's really important to know, you know, if you're going to work for a company, what, how are they structured? Are they goal-directed? Are they risk-oriented? Are they stable and traditional? Are they new and formative? Are they entrepreneurial? Uh, is it professional management? Is it sales? Is it production? Is it financial? Is it creative? Is it loose and informal? So those are some questions to consider. The other thing to look at, urban location, rural location. Uh, is, it, is the atmosphere pressurized? Is it steady and predictable? I mean, the whole card talks all about. So what I'm saying with this is it asks you to think about what kind of work environment do I want to be in? Yeah, and, yeah. And you, can, uh, and you can find out from companies, you know, you can look at their, you know, mm -hmm. their mission statement and you can, mm -hmm. have, you know, what kind of environment is it? And so, because if you're not in the right place, you are not going to be happy. Even if you like the work that you do, yeah. uh, if the work environment is not suitable for you, you're going to be unhappy there. Yeah. Well, well, tell us a little bit about, you know, what your job changes have been about. Well, I've been an independent contractor in uh, going from store to store, that yeah. kind of thing. I've sold real estate and mortgage. I've uh, done hair. Uh, I've been bullied in, in some workplaces doing hair. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's kind of, kind of it. But, but then I just sort of backed off. I just let everything go. And so I haven't done anything for a while. And I'm like, I don't even know what I want to shoot at. And now, <laughs> yeah. Because, um, because, <clears throat> because I've always been the upbeat people pleaser and I'm easily crushed. 
So yeah. I'm, I'm a creative person as well. So um, I'd like to be a bright light somewhere, but also have, feel good about what I do and have it, have it please me. But I also like to walk into a place and know exactly how it's structured so I know what my place is in that place. Mm. Yeah, I think that, that I think that's a really good idea. I mean, one thing that you can do, because it seems that you've had a lot of different jobs, um, is is to look at, let's say, the last three jobs or the last three, jo- five jobs that you have. And then, you know, write down the title of the job and then actually list what do what did I like about this job? What didn't I like about the job? Um, and then you can kind of get a uh, you know, you can review the list and you can see from that, what are the three characteristics, the three things of the likes of the last three or five jobs that you have that you want to integrate and be sure to do in your next job? It's yeah. a pretty easy exercise, yeah. and it is it is one of the cards. Yeah. You know, I have a friend, just so you know, this is a little, this is a very interesting story related to this. I have a friend that loved, got into the insurance business because she loved to help people. So she got into the insurance business, uh, the claims business. And because her idea was that I'm going to help these people that, you know, their houses get uh, wrecked or, you know, weather, tornadoes, their car, they get in car accidents. Right. And so she got into that field because that was her way to say, I'm going to help these people repair their lives. Now, I don't know if you know anything about the, the insurance industry today and what's going on. It's so bad that I am starting a campaign called StopInsuranceAbuse.com. Totally. Now, why am I doing something like that? Because it's gotten out of control. All you need to do if you're interested, this is why my friend, she got sick. She got emotionally and she got physically sick because the job of her life that she thought she had, the environment changed and she could no longer do that job anymore. And so she tried to find it. She loved insurance. You know, there's some people, they love what they love. And she was able to find an insurance company that was not quite that extreme that was more like yeah so you had a pre-existing condition we can understand it let's see what we can do and so she had to move but boy what alima is saying is she couldn't figure out for herself why she was so unhappy you know she had to sit down and ask herself that question that halima just asked you to do is what was it about the scenario Right, because there are places and there are people that will just suck the wind out of you, you know. Yes. <laughs> well, right. And, you know, it didn't happen for her overnight. It wasn't like one day you walked in and you had the boss from hell. Uh, that's not the way it happened. In her case, it was slow. It was slow changes. It was, oh, we're not going to improve that today, even though, Margaret, you did this work. Oh, okay. And then before you knew it, in her scenario... Instead of having one claim that was not going to be filled and 99 that were, it was 99 that were not going to be filled and one that was. But it didn't happen like that. She literally describes this as the from the piles on her desk. And what she discovered was how the stack of piles changed. Uh, so that's right. what Halima is saying to you, right? Halima, how do you recommend that she go about doing that. And for those of you out there, we, you know, these phone lines are open if you have questions. H- how can she go about doing this? Just make the list now? Start uh, there? Um, yeah, with the with what did you like, you know, take the last three to five jobs that you have and make a list of what what, what were the things that I did on that job? Or what, what, was it, what did I like about it? Mm-hmm. Did I like the people? Did I like the tasks? 
you know, all that kind of thing. Do it for three to five jobs, and then and then you can then after that you can look at it and circle and say find the three things that you like best about about the last three to five jobs that you had, and say okay, so these are the things I want to incorporate um, into my next one. But I do want to say this about um, um, about values uh, because values are so important. I mean, I can't say it enough. I mean, I I would stand by this statement, which I've made in my book. And what I said is, to the extent that you honor and live your values in life is the extent to which you will find fulfillment. And if you are not really, in a say, working your values, honoring your values on a daily basis, even you, there's something missing from your life, you will be unhappy. And so a lot of the work, you know, there are there are various kinds of values. There's, you know, values, there's core values, which are your deep, deep beliefs, um, you know, could be for like peace and, and, and loyalty and harmony, you know, those kind of things. Or work values, creativity, flexibility, variety, these kind of things. And if if your values are not being um, honored, I mean, also personally and in the and in the workplace, you're not going to be happy. So, I mean, here's just an example. I mean, if. If you value, for example, creativity, that is a big value for you. You are a creative person, and you work in a shoe factory on an assembly line, uh, and your job is just to put the cover on the shoe box eight hours a day, five days a week. Uh, something's missing here. So, I mean, that's an exaggeration, but but it makes the point is that you really have to figure out what are the values that I have. And which ones do I want to incorporate in the job? So important. Uh, and again, cards have things on values, as does the book. Okay, so All that's right, your assignment. You. All right, thank you so much, girl. Okay, you. you bet. Thank you. Hey, we're taking your calls, 1-800-930-2819. Benny, let's skip this break here because we've got lots to talk about. 1-800-930-2819. Yeah, you've always been like that about values, I but have, you're right. haven't changed. Right. It's so you know, it's not the It's not the job or it's not the labor. I mean, I've shared this numerous times that one of the best jobs I've ever had was selling hot dogs from a hot dog cart. It was <laughs> one of the best jobs I've ever had. Because there were things about it you liked. I loved it. Every day I got to see the same people because, you know, people like to eat hot dogs. They're the same people. Right. Right. They come every day. And they, you, you knew them, you knew about their families, you got to talk to them. You know, you saw the instant gratification when they took that first bite of hot dog. You know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. Right. Um, you know, in the book, and I want to just say again, Champion Your Career is the book, Winning in the World of Work. You, you, dis, you define winning in so many ways. You just did right here. Yes. Right? I mean, the question is, you know, what do we really... What, do, what really just feeds our soul? Sometimes we're going to find it in work and sometimes we're not. That's true. But I do want to talk about the word retirement. Ah, uh, yes. I want to talk about that. And I want to talk about it because whether or not you're, you're listening to this show and in your 20s or you're in your 30s or in your 40s, you are going to be faced with this question mark. We have taken the word retirement and it has taken a lot of bad press over years. But what we're discovering is more and more people are retiring later and yes. more and more people are retiring earlier. You know, it's not like everybody's retiring at 65. No, no, that, that was the not. old school. That was old right. school. We don't have that now. No, we got over here. Not. Can't wait to get out. Going to get out soon. Boom. Cause I'm going to start something new 
And then we have people, I got to work longer. But you're talking about retirement, not as if it's a sentence, but as an opportunity. Could you talk about that? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, there's there's two, two, two key things um, to have what I would call a successful or a vibrant retirement. And in my chapter, it's called Retire with Fire. And those two things are, one, you have to give yourself a reason to get up in the morning. And number two, you have to keep engaged. Those are the two key factors. And um, no matter how... And, and how that works for you, it could be you can do it any way you want to do it. I mean, a lot of retirees are retiring, and then they're – it's kind of a time really to – what didn't I do when I was in my 20s or 30s? Maybe I could do that now. You know, maybe – I always wanted to fly an airplane. Right. I mean, why Why not? I mean, I'm, I'm – you know, now, I mean – I have. Good. Good for you. Uh, you know, given, you know, I mean, re- retirement involves so much. I mean, you know, the, the, it's not. And, and what I say, it's not just about finances. I mean, yes, indeed. Finances are important, obviously. But but that's the, that. What's the second half? What am I going to do with my time? How am I going to spend it? And as I say, many people, you know, look to new careers. Uh, many people volunteer. There are many, many volunteer, um, you know, organizations out there that you can do. Uh, it, yeah, it, it, it's, it's really, really important. And, and I, I have a, a couple of things yeah. on um, retirement. Th- this was not from me, but it is one of my cards. It was actually from Howard Stone who wrote a book called Too Young to Retire. Yeah. Um, and he talked about uh, top 10 ways because he said the word retirement just doesn't work anymore. <laughs> Let's change it because yeah. it's not because, as Pat said, gone are the days that, you know, we work till we're 65 same company, get a gold watch, and then we, you know, and and then we retire, and then we die. Well, people are living much longer than they were before. From when you retire, you could have 10, 20, even 30 years. So you really have, uh, you have to plan. That's the other thing. You really need to plan out, what am I going to do with my retirement? So uh, th- this is actually one of the cards that I created, uh, which is from, as I say, too young to retire. He said, first of all, Retire the word retirement from your vocabulary. Yeah. Retire it. Change it to something else because if you look up what that means, it really means to withdraw or to retreat. And our retirees today, particularly all these baby boomers, because the, you know we're all out there. It's going to be one third of the population, and and baby boomers are not people who want to sit in a rocking chair. <laughs> I mean, they you know they, they right they, no. they, they they want to get out and do no. things. So. So the other is how, how can you how can how can you change the word? What about Renaissance? Uh, what about graduation? Okay, other is um, re- I just said retirement is a relatively new. I concept. had to come. I came up with my own word. Yes. Instead of retirement, I call it inspirement. I love it. Do you like that? Yes, I do. That's great. So the other Boom. thing you want to restructure Boom. priorities. Um, now, the other thing is you, one thing that you can do as a retiree, um, you want to renew your zest for education. And I do know that in some states, and by the way, the state of Washington, it's we're really good. Yep. If you are a senior, that means you are 60 years yep. or over. Yep. You can take a class at any public university, uh, the community colleges, the UW. University of Washington uh, is public. Western Washington, any classes um, for twenty twenty five dollars a credit, um, and the the only drawback is it's a space available basis. You can't pre register. You have to go the first day. But the point is the opportunity is out there. 
You always wanted to. I, I know what a class I want to take. I want to take astronomy. I always loved it as a kid, and that's the class I want to take when I retire. I'm going to take an astronomy class. So the point is, you could. So so really, you know, keep keep your brain active. Um, you know, use your energy, exercise. Um, maybe you want to take some risk. You can look at new opportunities, recharge all that. And as I said before, revisit your childhood dreams. Think about it. What was I interested in when I was a kid? What didn't I do? But now I've got another 20 years. I'm going to go now and do it. And, and let me just read this to you. It, it's, it's, a, it's a kind of thing about taking the word retirement and spelling it out for you. So R is relax. E, enjoy the ride. T, try something new. I, imagine the possibilities. R, Remind yourself to play. E, expect adventures. M, make new plans. E, entertain a few wild ideas. And I love this one. N, nap without guilt. And T, (laughs) take time out just for you. Well, this is where we get to be creative with how we envision the future. And career, when we talk about career, we are talking about something that perhaps we are experiencing in the moment. But we also look at career as future. Yes. It's one of those things that we seem to have the ability to hold in two places at one time, right? Yes. Um, I wanted to ask you this question. I know this hour goes by really quickly. Um, but in writing the book, you really wrote the book as this toolkit for people. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's not only a book that you read, but it's a guide as well. Yes. I mean, I call it, uh, you know, a self-assessment uh, workshop in book format. And, and I wrote it also, it's in conversational style, because actually it was from, you know, a talk show that I did the tapes. So it is as if I'm talking to you. It is not theoretical. There's a little bit of theory in there, because you need to know a little bit about career development theory. But it is conversational. It's easy uh, to read through. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, I think people will like it. I mean, I've gotten some really good reviews. I mean, one person said, oh, I love your book, Halima. It's so upbeat. And I like yes. that word. It is an upbeat book. How do they get a copy of the book? Tell everybody. <clears throat> uh, you can get it directly from my website, which again is www.championyourcareer.com. But it is also available on Amazon and uh, Barnes and & Noble and Powell's and Books A Million. Um, and I'm uh, starting to get it into the bookstores um, and the libraries. So some of the libraries are going to have it. And, in fact, if you go into your local library and ask for it, they'll order it. Yeah. Uh, One thing I think we'll have time to talk about is in the book is you talk about job shadowing and volunteering. Yes. I will tell you that that is for me right now. And can I add internship into that? Yes. Everyone that works in my organization right now, um, the, the keep Jessica, Alex, Christina, Justin, they were all interns. And we, at some level, we watch these movies about interns. There is such an enormous benefit for you to shine. Absolutely. Can you talk a little bit about that and the difference between internship, volunteering and job shadowing? I love <clears throat> volunteering. Whoa, whoa. Okay. I, I um, love volunteering, okay. by the way. So uh, volunteering is volunteering. Uh, you, you're interested in a, in a cause, um, and, there's a, and there are so many volunteer opportunities. I mean, volunteers, basically, you give your time, and, and you don't get actual money for it, but you do get a lot of job satisfaction. 
Um, and you can volunteer at any organization. I mean, all you have to Google in Seattle to do something for Bellevue, wherever you are, is say volunteer opportunities in Seattle, and you will be amazed at how many things come up. Uh, but you can also look at, you know, what, what are the causes I believe in? Who, who do I want to give my time to? So <clears throat> that's kind of, you know, what volunteering is. And people volunteer, obviously, before they retire and after. America, actually, Americans, we are really good at volunteering. I have to say this. I think uh, more so than many other countries, we, we, we stress it. Many, many people volunteer all the time and doing so many things. Yeah. And, and even in, you know, your kid's school, you have children in school, Volunteer in the school. A lot Huge. Of people, a lot of people Huge do that. Doing that. Especially, Huge. and I have a number of retired friends. They are back in the kindergarten classroom right. or other classrooms. Yeah, it's big, isn't uh, it? And, and t- particularly for the lower grades, teachers love it. They really, really do. So that's volunteering. Internships, um, they very often organize through uh, schools or classes that you take. Um, part of training programs, like when I was doing my uh, counseling, master's in counseling, I had to do an internship at a variety of different institutions to get practice in the job. That's pretty much what internships are. They're usually associated uh, with some kind of training that you're doing, and they're often sponsored by the schools that you go to, and you can receive credit for it. Uh, there are other places that will just take you as an intern. In fact, they did a movie with Robert De Niro. Recently. Yeah, I love that movie. Um, and, and, and here he was. He was retired, and he vol- you know, volunteered at a, 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 an organization that was, you know, everybody was younger, but they found him of such yep. value. It was amazing. So that's another thing that you can do, and there may even be volunteer internships for older people. I'm, I'm sure there must be. Um, and the job shadowing is if you're interested in a job, you have some idea, you know, in other words, you might want to job shadow someone before you actually decide to go into that career or commit to a career because it's a way of finding, finding out what does this job entail. So you find someone who works in something that you are interested in and say, can I come and be with you for a day and just follow you around? And that's like the shadow. You're the shadow following this person around to see what the job is like. And, and that's also encouraged in schools, too. People do a lot of job shadowing. And I recommend if people are interested in too. a career and they don't know that much about it, find somebody who's doing it and then ask, can I come and, and shadow you for a day just to see exactly what you do? Yeah, you actually know within an hour or even a day of shadowing somebody by absolutely how happy or miserable that person you're shadowing really is. Yes. I mean, it is so telling. Come in here, shadow Benny. Then we would have a big blast, fun oh, time. Oh, you'd be happy as a clam. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'd love to come in and shadow. I'd love, I'd love to come in and shadow Ben. You already are. You've been here the whole time for an exactly. hour. You already got what I do. Exactly. Uh, wow. Thank you, Halima. Please, again, website, phone number, email, anything you like. Thank you for joining us here oh, today. Right. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. So uh, the name of the book is Champion Your Career, Winning in the World of Work. The website is www.championyourcareer.com. Dot com. My email address is hbellows, B-E-L-L-O-W-S, at championyourcareer.com. And my telephone number is 206-595-7927. That's 206-595-7927. Thanks. Awesome. You rock. Hey, everybody. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. I'm Dr. Pat. He's Mr. Benny. We'll see you next time. Try to swim again.